who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. My name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. lose all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond, beyond, beyond. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 369. What? <laughs> 369. <laughs> like the mafia. Yeah. I didn't think about that part. Yeah. I was thinking about the thing with the thing, but yeah. then that's, oof, that's, mm-hmm. that's dangerous. That's yeah. bad stuff. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside. He only does everything. Call Moriarty. Uh, go Islanders. Yeah, yeah. They're in first place still. 15 and 6. That's a good record. When strongest, will they collapse? Strongest start in Islander history, including when, when the When is the collapse coming? Uh, hopefully never. We'll see. Okay. But like, I'd be really devastated at this point. They're playing so well. Realistically, yeah. as an <laughs> Islanders fan, you have to be expecting a collapse. Yeah. Well, I think that they'll, I don't know if they'll maintain this, this, you know, Veracity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're playing really, 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 really well. Okay. But uh, hopefully they make the playoffs. That's all I really want. Okay. That was hockey that Colin was talking mm-hmm. Yeah. The sport of hockey. You know it well. Because in the ever-rotating third chair is none other than the best beer in the business, Marty Sleva. Thank you guys for having me. You're here. from Wisconsin. I am. So you know hockey well. I know hockey. We you don't know have a hockey ice. team, though. Yeah, but the ice That's is weird they don't have a hockey team. I know. Yeah, you're so close to Minnesota, yeah. though. We are close to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. The Great Lake right there. Close to uh, Chicago. Yeah. The Blackhawks. Did people cheer for? Nope. Yeah, it, was, that, it wasn't that kind of Most hawk. people, it was either, you're either a Wild fan or a Hawks fan. Gotcha. Minnesota Wild. Yeah. The team everybody forgets about. They sneak up on you. The Minnesota Wild? Yeah. Very popular team. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of Remember great the Coyotes? Team. Yeah, they're still, they still exist. Which one are they? Which Arizona one? Coyotes? Arizona. Yeah, they used to be the Phoenix Coyotes. That's the They're going to get moved eventually to some other place, I'm sure. Somewhere that's cold. Will it be Coyotes? Uh, I don't know. Coyotes in, in danger of being endangered? No, they're just not found in a lot of places. Is that a thing? Is that a thing with like animal rights where they're like they're endangered, endangered of becoming of endangered. endangered? Whoa. Sneaking up on you. I don't That's like how that. they get you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Podcast Beyond. IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Remember, we post the MP3 each and every Tuesday for your amusement on podcast services of your choice and IGN.com. Then, every Wednesday, we put it up on IGN.com, YouTube.com, slash IGN, and that IGN PlayStation app, which is completely free on the IGN PlayStation 4 and the IGN PlayStation 3. <laughs> you take a breath. <laughs> That's the video version. I think I left that part out, but you knew, you knew that. We're the most popular PlayStation podcast, Marty. We can't be getting new listeners every day. No. We have to have most of them by now. Right? It's like when you've got all, all the Pikmin, and then you know there's still a couple Pikmin around, you got to sure. go find them. Yeah. So you're still looking for those Pikmin? No, I'm not really looking for them anymore. Okay. They'll find you. Yeah, eventually. exactly. Well, yeah. we're so big now. We're so. Yeah. I guess it's also like Katamari. Yeah, I was about to say. You have your internal That's actually inertia. a much better way. We've been rolling this ball of garbage for seven mm. years, we call a podcast yeah. beyond, and mm. we've collected so much garbage. Yeah. And, like, and you're like, we're punching through the wall. And you're, <laughs> and you're like, well, we can't possibly go any higher. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm in space now. <laughs> uh, how's everybody doing? Very I'm well. hanging in there. Yeah? Yeah. What have you been playing? Far Cry. Still playing that Far Cry. Yeah, very meticulously. Very, very slowly am I playing Far yeah. Cry. Who would have thunk that Colin Moriarty would play it meticulously? Are you going to like, open every treasure chest? I'm, I am opening every you, treasure you chest. You play ones? Uh, I don't even know. Are there you play ones? 
I think there are a few you play ones. It's not nearly as egregious as AC. AC, and where it was like, hey. Yeah, no, I, I, I get little sections that I'm still like in the southern area. Mm-hmm. I've been playing for like 15 hours. I just go around and I get like every treasure chest, every collectible. Yeah. That game is awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot, lot of fun. fun. It's, yeah. it's a really one of my favorite uh, games. Fun, a lot of fun, bros. A lot of fun. Owe me a Coke. Are you guys married? Oh. Why, did, yeah. why is there only one finger in there? That's how we hold hands. How do you hold hands with your like bros, that. your best bros, <laughs> Not like your that. best bro that you live with and work with and do other things with and you can't get away from? Ever. Ever. Is this still about PlayStation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Far Cry's a lot of fun. I, 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 here's what I did this weekend. I platinum Lego Batman 3. Nice. Lego games, as you know, hard to platinum. Not hard, I guess, but like cumbersome. There's a lot yeah. to do. You play. For, my game clock was 31 hours when I platinum Lego Batman 3. And I literally played all Saturday. Were you playing single player? Or was like Sing- Well, I, me and Simon went through the story together. Okay. And then she was like, now I'm going to go play other games. And I'm like, loser. Yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I'm going to get every version of Bat, the, uh, Bat Hound. Yeah. And so <laughs> I went through and did that. And so I played all Saturday till three in the morning, platinum a bit. Mm-hmm. And so that was just one binge session. My idea was I was going to get through it and then start my Far Cry play. Okay. Then I finished it. I was like, well, I got to do the DLC too. Cause now my trophy looks weird. Cause yeah. it's platinum, but it's only like, you know, 75% mm-hmm. cause yeah, I don't I like the that. DLC still sure. in there. I don't like that so the next day I went and did that. Then I jumped into Far Cry and I was like, my eyes kind of hurt. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't Lego Batman. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still in that mood, so I stopped. Mm-hmm. And so then I was getting ready to play. I, I'm still thinking I'm going to focus this week on one game. Yeah. But I assumed happen. it would be Far Cry because yeah. of this Thanksgiving business. And I love Far Cry so much. However, now I've been watching some of that Dragon Age over Christine's shoulder. Arganage. Yeah. Call of Dutes. Call of Dutes. Yeah, that's, that's a good weekend. I've been way through the campaign. It's yeah. pretty good. I'm excited to play yeah. it. Yeah. It's got yeah. that Troy Baker. Yeah. He's yeah. in everything now. He's got a robot arm. No, Troy Baker's also in Tales from the Borderlands. He's play. also in Far Cry 4. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Tales from the Borderlands is out today. Yeah. He's out today he's on in everything. Every, everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, PlayStation or, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, it's great. My reviews are going to be up later today, but it is awesome. And I'm, that's someone who, like, I like Borderlands, like, whatever. I played yeah. Borderlands 2. I don't remember a ton of the story. Uh, this game is great on its own right. This game is fantastic. So now, Tales so, of Borderlands is like a fantastic Cowboy Bebop-esque okay. sort of caper. Somebody story. wrote into this, wrote in about Tales from Borderlands. This is before I thought you were going to be on the show, so I yeah. didn't give the question. So oh, he was saying, he did, yeah, he dropped out of Borderlands. Doesn't matter, he'd still like this game? Nope. Yeah, absolutely. You will still dig this game. Because they're big Telltale fans. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how is it like normal Telltale? Two hours? It's a little longer. Two and a half. Hmm. Yeah, it's probably the okay. longest pilot they've done since... Jurassic Park. Oh, and that turned out well. No, that did not turn out well oh, at all. Right, actually, no, that no, was no. a very that was a very bad video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot about that almost part. sunk the company. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh, we laugh at their failures. Yeah, because they're so successful now. Yeah, no, they're awesome. All right, cool. That's on the list, and that'll be Wednesday night, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, I'll do that. Have some fun there. Yeah. All right, is that the main thing you've been playing? Uh, yeah, that Call of Duty campaign. Uh, Captain Toad, Kingdom Hearts two point five. I forgot that I downloaded Captain Toad. Captain Toad's real good. Mm-hmm. Captain yeah. Toad. Captain Toad. Yeah, it's the C A P apostrophe N. Oh, it's about that's cute. your captain, actually, like busting mm. caps. Damn, that's what the boys. So he's not about. officially a captain. No, I mean they're 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 rank. I don't know if he's like a captain of the military, like sure. the Mushroom Kingdom yeah, military, yeah. but also the relationship between him and Toadette is kind of strange. Mm. I don't know if it's like this. I don't know if they're brother and sister. I don't well, know they don't have lovers. genders, remember? Yeah, but they do. They're named Toad and Toadette. Yeah, yeah. that is that's what I was thinking as well. I understand, but I'm just saying what Nintendo says. Yeah, Nintendo said that they are quote adventure pals. So oh, yeah. That's nice. I'm gonna start using that. I call it yeah, right. you guys yeah. are adventure pals. Adventure pals. We go on adventures all the time. The Let's nature see. of our relationship very ambiguous. <laughs> Ambiguously adventurous duo. <laughs> Let's start the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> time for some news. There are eight items on the list, but a one, baker's one, dozen. But one of them is uh, one of them is not written on IGN yet. So I went to Venture Beat, and we're gonna read the story there. Okay. Rest in peace, Dan Shu. Sony will refund consumers <laughs> over deceiving PlayStation Vita ads, is the story's name. Oh! Sony's... Finally, Greg's payday is coming in! Wait, is this the ad with the with the four breasts? No, that's an old ad. <laughs> that's where, where's my Marcus PSP money? I got my game on. <laughs> Sir, we'll give you $10. <laughs> Sony, Sony stretched the truth of the PlayStation Vita's capabilities in early advertisements for the handheld, and now the company is paying the price for misleading consumers. Sony Computer Entertainment has agreed to settle with the Federal Trade Commission over claims that the game and hardware maker engaged in false advertising for the Vita. The FTC took issue with Sony's claims that the Vita enabled gamers to pause any PS3 game and pick up playing it from anywhere using Vita's cross-save capability. The problem is that cross-save only worked for a handful of PS3 games, and the functionality varied from release to release, but the advertising made it seem like it worked for every PS3 title. Sony also failed to mention that you needed to buy both the PS3 and Vita versions to use this feature. The terms of the settlement prevent Sony from making misleading claims in the future. Like... 
Okay. <laughs> the company must also refund $25 in cash or credit or a $50 merchandise voucher to anyone who bought a Vita before June 1st, 2012. Whoa. If you're eligible, Sony will send you a notice by email. The FTC also claimed that Sony implied gamers would use 3G wireless on Vita to play live multiplayer games when that never actually worked. <laughs> you can read the full FTC complaint <laughs> against Sony here. Quote, as we enter the year's biggest shopping period, companies need to be reminded that if they make the that they make product promises to consumers, as Sony did with the game quote quote unquote game changing feature of the PS Vita, that they must deliver on those pledges, FTC Director of Consumer Protection Jessica Reich said. Or Rich. Jessica Rich. Nailed them. Good that's job, a, Jessica. That's a that's amazing. Yeah. That's really dumb. I don't know. I, yeah, that's I, how, I mean, you get screwed. I mean, I don't know. I guess there, there is truth in that. That's what we always used sure. to say when we watched those things. Like, that's not how it works. Sure. And that was our big thing when the PlayStation 4, those adverts came around with that guy trying to get with that girl through Killzone. It was like, this all looks cool, but like, yeah. is it really going to run this well? Yeah. And then you got it, and it's like, no, I accept a real name friend across the whole thing collapses on itself. <laughs> <laughs> now it's better. Sure. Now it works, but yeah. Well, I'm glad they got them. Yeah, how much money would they have to give back Like, if this would have happened after the Kill Zone 2, that first trailer? Oh, like, man. oh, when they pretended like that was real footage? Yeah. When they were climbing over the wall? Yeah. Yeah, that was something else. That was money. so obviously not the way the game was going to look. No. That's, that's fascinating. It is. I don't know how you could be mad, though. You could play Spelunky on it. Well, now it's great. This but affects I mean, this literally... Is, you bought, yeah, you bought the thing. This affects literally 25 people, though. Who it's bought it before when? It was like June 1st, 2012 or something. Oh, more people bought it then. Maybe 30. Doesn't that affect us? I mean, we didn't buy it. If you bought it before then. I think we imported them. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Con and I aren't getting a dime out of this thing. Sure. Number one. And also, no, no. we finally understand Wait, why... It can't be number one. Well, this is number one on my list, so oh. now I have this to... This is all going to be tricky. Add, yeah. We understand why Jack Trenton left. He knew this was coming. Yeah, he, he was took like, his, this is... He took his money, his PlayStation <laughs> he knows Vita bonuses, the wind and he blows. got out of there. <laughs> he saw the writing on the wall. <laughs> his PS Vita golden parachute. <laughs> <laughs> why are there holes in it? <laughs> it's made of PSP goes. Number two... I had a dream somebody wanted to borrow all the PSPs I had at my desk. And I, I said the one they couldn't have was the PSP Go. <laughs> Did you see that someone tweeted us a picture of a guy in an airport playing PSP yeah! Go? God bless that guy. Yeah, that guy was awesome. I wonder what he was playing. He was playing not just another space shooter or whatever that game was called. That was a real thing. Yeah. Age of Zombies. <laughs> uh, number two. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare is officially the biggest entertainment launch in the world in 2014, spanning games, movies, TV shows, music, books, and the like. Early sell-through figures indicate that Advanced Warfare is outpacing last year's Call of Duty Ghosts in sales and resulted in the highest-selling digital launch of all time on both PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. The Call of Duty franchise since its launch in 2003 has officially generated over $10 billion in sales. 125 million players have played Call of Duty games since 2010. I can't believe it keeps going. Yeah. One of these games has got to stumble. I mean, Ghosts did stumble. But not... Enough where it was a problem, it sure. seems like. Yeah. And also, wasn't it because it was staggered on uh, it was current gen? And, yeah, well, yeah. But it wasn't the same time, right? Didn't they release it early on old gen? And then... I don't believe so. I don't remember. Ghost was awesome. I liked that game a lot. Oh, Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh. Extinction Mode was rad. Extinction Mode was cool. Yeah. yeah. It's weird that I actually played that. Wouldn't talk to anyone, though. Sure. Talking to me? Mute. Yeah. That's it. Number you two. It. You got it. No, number three. I'm sorry. Number three. I'm adding. I have to add one. Be bad. Uh, wait. Oh, okay, He's broken. Cool. <laughs> After shuddering the long away... Oh, wait, this is all f***ed <laughs> up. <laughs> wait, this is all f***ed up. <laughs> oh, okay, no, I'm like, I can't, re- I can't read my own... I-, I see what I'm saying here. This is a weird colonist. <laughs> Number three, all but, all but shuddering after the long-awaited release of Bioshock Infinite, it appears that story developer Irrational Games may just be hiring for a new project. After laying off all but 15 of the company's staff members following the launch of Infinite's DLC, the company has launched a series of new open recs, including for a senior programmer with experience working with Unreal Engines 3 and 4 and with multiplayer experience as well. No! This could indicate work on a new AAA-style game for the company, though what's going on there remains to be seen. Mm. No was... multiplayer. Uh, so what... God, I saw Ken Levine's talk... I don't know what it was at like a GDC or something uh, yeah. last year and he was talking about it, it wasn't it, he was talking about sort of storytelling in games in a hypothetical sense he's and he was like very much like this is not the game we're working on this was after the irrational closure and everything he's like this is not the game we're working on but here's my hypothetical about how I want storytelling games to evolve it was very much a multiplayer game really it was very much it was like how the rules in an MMO would change based on you know, your interaction with a character and how that NPC or that human character, because of what you did, would go on and impact the world in different ways. So it's sort of like the butterfly effect. Interesting. Yeah. That so. doesn't sound as bad. I just think multiplayer and I think division and I think, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, no, I don't want well, that. Well, that's, and that's, I mean, the thing that Rational's always done amazing, and even before that in Looking Glass, uh, 
what they've done amazing was was single player storage. Yeah, exactly. Games, and, the, and when they announced the layoffs and they announced what they were doing, it made it sound like they were going to focus on narrative driven sure. small titles, yeah. like something like Gone Home. Yeah, but now it seems like they're they're staffing up a little bit. <sighs> what the hell's going on over there? Ken Levine, what are you doing? <laughs> Where's Bioshock Vita? <laughs> <laughs> what a message, what it is. <laughs> Number four. Dark Souls Tool is officially Dark Souls Tool. Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2. Man, I got to just it's go like home. like Guitar Hero Aerosmith. <laughs> Dark Souls 2 is officially coming to PlayStation 4 as well as Xbox One. In an enhanced form called Dark Souls 2 Scholar of the First Sin. Awful name. Yeah, it is. The so-called next-gen versions will include all three DLC packs that are available individually on PS3 and Xbox 360, as well as new game content, enemies, and more. The game will launch on April 7th, 2015. Mm -hmm. This is also coming to PS3 and Xbox 360 and PC, but I think that they're not getting the something. I don't know. (laughs) They're not getting the Yeah, they're getting the... It's almost going to be like... The PS3 or the PS4 and Xbox One versions are going to be enhanced. Like they're upping the whatever the DirectX. I don't know what any of that garbage means. But then the current gen or old gen versions are just going to sort of be like Game of the Year editions that have the DLC bundle. Gotcha. Which the DLC is rad. But it's weird that that's coming out after, after like Bloodborne. two months. Yeah. Like a month after Bloodborne. But maybe that you figure maybe it goes the opposite. Maybe the door swings both directions. Bloodborne gets a whole bunch of new people in. Sure. They, there's not as many PlayStation 4 games. They're like, oh, I like this. They, yeah. Oh, another month later, they can play another thing that's like it. Bloodborne. Huh? Bloodborne. Oh. <laughs> Number five. That was that's that was what I suggested they should when when the the name appears on the screen when you turn it on that's what I said that they should say it should say Bloodborne. <laughs> they were like, no, that's not a good idea. That wasn't was like that, that idea. a male voice or a female voice? It's just a whatever it's you want. Voice. It's a voice. It's an apparition's voice. Disembodied. Yeah, have some clang and changs. Clang and changs. That's just Jacob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Telltale Games long ago. This is an older story, but I ran and I ran across this because we never said it on podcast beyond. So for for continuity's sake, I'm gonna I'm All gonna right. say what I need to say. Number five, Telltale Games' long-awaited Game of Thrones adventure game series is on the near horizon, but it won't be following Telltale's typical five-episode launch schedule per season. Instead, Game of Thrones will get six episodes. The first episode is called Iron from Ice and may come out before the end of 2014. I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Yeah. We like I won't actually play it, probably, but I'm looking forward to it. Why wouldn't you play it? I haven't even played Walking Dead Season 2 yet. There's no time to Have play, play Wolf Among Us. No. Don't play Wolf Among Us. There's no time. But Absolutely in between play playing, in, in between playing all these Vita games... Like Binding of Isaac yeah. and Race the Sun. But you, I, I and forget, home. are you caught up on the HBO show Game of Thrones? No. Oh, okay. I thought you were. You were. For, you tried for a while. Yeah, I'm like halfway through the last season. Gotcha. Okay, so this uh, the first season of the Telltale game takes place from the end of season three to the beginning of season five. Okay. Oh. Fun fact. I'm looking forward to it. I like what? the show. I like what yeah, Telltale it's a, it's does. A trailer looked good. Like that art style. Yeah. 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 It's fantastic. It's got a Dinklage. It does have a Dinklage. Oh, the Dinklage. It's got a whole bunch of the voices from Is he there. better than he was in Destiny? He can't be worse. <laughs> Man, that, the voice acting in Destiny was atrocious. Mm-hmm. I just got to throw it out there. Like I, It was as if they... It, it, what did they say about Sinatra? Like He used to just go into the booth and sing. And, be like, and they'd be like, all right, we want, need another take. Yeah, like, nope, nope, that was it, it, actually. And then he would just yeah. bounce. Uh, like that, it, it was like the same thing. Yeah. I was like, what in the hell? Like when I, I was listening to him. I'm like, yeah, it's Peter Dinklage. He's great. A great actor. I'm playing Destiny. I'm like, this voice acting mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. You know, like this point, I think sucks. I can't believe how bad Troy Baker to do it. They well, they, I think they just got a big name that might not have. Ex- he has experience on the stage, he has experience on TV and movies, but he has maybe experience in a booth, and yeah. and maybe they could they could have certainly gotten more out of him. Yeah, you know, because bad directing is what it comes down yeah, to. Be a robot. You're a robot. Talk like Beep, a robot. Boop boop. Bleep. <laughs> oh, abductors. No, it's not freedom wars. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Tired of paying for DLC, Greg? Oh, you know it, bro. You're in luck if you purchase Evolve. All DLC maps launch for Evolve will be given away for free, according to Turtle Rock Studios creative director, Real Phil Robb. Oh, he was here for... Up yeah. You'll have to pay for Monster and Hunter in DLC, however. Okay. So I'm sorry about that. I don't mind as much. I don't mind as much? Stop. Is that, I thought that's what you said. But you'll be able to play as... The, or you'll be able to play against the, the monsters, monsters and the hunters, even if you don't own them, which oh, is kind of okay. cool. That's cool. How They're not going to like segregate them. Where are we coming down on Evolve right now? Uh, I'm still excited. I think, uh, you know, I, I, I got to see all of the stuff that we've been putting up this month for IGN first. Yeah. Very excited for the game, uh, which is weird because I'm not a multiplayer guy. Right. Uh, but I've, I've really enjoyed them playing so far. I want to see, we need to see a little bit more. need to see different modes. We need to see some more Monstars. Yeah. But uh, what I've played so well, there's far. There's only like, one left. What? There's only one Monstar left. Uh, there's a third Monster. Yeah. Then they, That's the one. No, but then they talked about... Name another monster, and then there's gonna be DLC monsters. Monster they'll this, probably be like a Freddy Krueger's at some point. Oh, nice Freddy Krueger! Yeah, he's a, he had the hands with the knives. And he had like a melty face. Mm-hmm. I know who Freddy Krueger is. I yeah. remember. I remember hearing about him. Yeah, this was an old colonial 
Wives Tale, right? About yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, if you don't turn the butter correctly, the, the Frederick Krueger comes again. Yeah. yeah, he came over on the Mayflower. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, my thing about Evolve is when I play it, I love it, mm-hmm. and then when I'm not playing, we just talk about it. I'm like, eh. yeah. Am and I gonna play a lot of this? And then you're thinking about next year. And you're like, I just want to play Arkham and Witcher. Right. And, right. Yeah. Oh, Witcher. Yeah. And Bloodborne. Yeah. Wait, and then. Yeah. And then the and the, the Order 1886. <laughs> So we put up a feature yesterday about the best mustaches in games. Yeah. The most uh, – the, 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 the comment that uh, people were replying with the most was a picture of that dude that we left him off the list. Whatever, John John Order, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, John Order, I know. Yeah, he's got Did it. your intro explain why these games have to be out? They have to, we have to know these characters? No, that was a Justin Davis thing. Mario was not on the list. A lot of people were angry really? at that. Yeah, but we purposely did that. Wow. Okay. I, I saw it on Gaff, and I didn't, I didn't yeah. even bother clicking on That's it. That's the Neo Gaff, or yeah. were you just on the regular Gaff? No, I was on the Neo Gaff. Okay. The most anticipated game next year, Hotline Miami 2. Mm, Batman Arkham Knight. What do you, what's your most anticipated Witness. Oh. Oh, the Witness. I'm Jonathan game. Blow, and I want oh. you to know that these every, are my games. Every time, you, every time you talk about The Witness, I think that I also, I also forgot everybody is oh, everybody's our, going to the rapture. Our buddy. And what's the Firewatch? That's it. Firewatch. Nailed it. <laughs> I when just like games where you walk around without a gun. Uh, I think all of those will be next year. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. The Division I'm really excited about, too, now that I know you can play it by yourself, so I don't have to play with anyone. Sure. Because I'm really excited about exploring New York City. Yeah. And that game is going to be... I, I really think that game's going to be awesome. You going to go to Jay-Z's house? Probably. Hova. I'm going to go over the bridge and go to Barclays Center and see if I can find... Charles catch Barkley? An, catch an Islanders game. No. Number seven. No, Barclay, like the... Like, Barclay is, uh, like, the financial house in Barclays. England. I gotcha. Number seven. Gorgeous JRPG Child of Light officially made a profit, according to Ubisoft's Patrick Plourd, <laughs> the creative director of Far Cry 3, who got permission to make any game he wanted after working on Ubisoft's previous open-world shooter. Child of Light was that game, apparently costing several million dollars to make. It did well enough that Ubisoft could conceivably do a sequel, according to Plourd, causing Ubisoft to retain the core team that made Child of Light as an eternal team. And an e- and not an eternal, internal team. <laughs> you are here <laughs> eternally. <laughs> Get the chains. If it wasn't for Child of Light and maybe South Park, that would be my favorite game of the year. So, um, so I'm, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, that guy's Patrick Plourd's a super talented dude. Also, the fact that you can go from making Far Cry 3 to Child of Light is just mind-boggling. Crazy. Yeah. Number eight. It's a cleanup. The usual cleanup. Oh, the old game. dump. Yep. <laughs> Medieval strategy game Bladestorm Nightmare is coming to PS4 and PS3 as well as Xbox One on March 3rd in North America and March why 6th. Why are this? I don't know. Why are we talking about Bladestorm? Traditional Nightmare? JRPG Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth 2 will come to PS Vita on January 27th in North America and January 28th in Europe. Very strange pigeon dating game. Yes. Hatiful. Is it Hatiful? Hatiful. Hatiful Boyfriend will come to both PS4 and Vita in 2015. Can't wait. Can't Sounds so weird. Yeah. Action puzzle game The Firefly Diary will launch on Vita on February 24th in North America and February 25th in Europe. And finally, Zen Studios will release a Venom-themed table for Zen Pinball 2 on PS4, PS3, and Vita. I don't like Venom. Never like character? character. Yeah, never like that character. I always like the idea of him. Yeah, he does. It's not. He's never, it's rare that he's used super sure. well, but I always thought like him and him and I don't like that early '90s comics. I loved sure. early '90s comics as a kid. Yeah, but I feel like that whole Maximum Carnage thing was yeah. just a, that was an exercise in excess. Right, a little bit too much. Yeah, I agree with that. But Venom was just cool because he was somebody who could beat Spider Man, and he was like Spider Man's yeah. own. And he had the symbiote and talked like we. And that was yeah, fun. he looked cool. Too. Topher Grace looking cool is always a big part of it. Sure. And yeah, you know, I like I like the history. You know, the symbiote then became yeah. Venom and stuff. That's cool. I like this thing. And Topher Grace really nailed the role. As I like to say. Colin, mm. there's one thing left off the Roper Report. Shocking. <laughs> it's gonna sound like old news because we talked about it last week, but we're gonna we're gonna expand on it. This is DLC for last week's news. If Ooh. you're ready, Podcast Beyond is going to PlayStation Experience. Okay. This is the old news. Okay. You knew this. I did Sunday, this. December seventh, three p.m. We're doing Podcast Beyond as a panel. If you're at PlayStation Experience, you are invited to come watch it. Mm -hmm. You come in, you ask your questions, you be part of the show, like audiences have in cities like New York and San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) We're adding another one, another another city here. That's exciting. You've never done one at like a PAX? Oh, no, we have done those. No, well, no, no, we never never done Beyond. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like New York Comic Con tradition. Yeah, and now it's a PlayStation Experience tradition. Mm -hmm. Now, to sweeten the deal. I'm ready to announce who will be in the ever-rotating third chair. Whoa. For at least part of the show. You might know him. 
Norman Schwarzkopf. Ryan Clements. Ah, Ryan Clements is now confirmed for the podcast beyond panel PlayStation experience. We're still Norm- working Norman on Norman Schwarzkopf. Schwarzkopf. Norman Norman. Still, that wait. would be awesome. We're still working on Norman Schwarzkopf. <laughs> is he even, is he still alive? God bless yeah. yeah, he's alive. Yeah. He's yeah. a, he's in a national treasure. Storman Norman, man. Yeah. So Hell again, yeah, dude. Podcast beyond <laughs> PlayStation experience Sunday, December 7th, 3 PM. Us, Ryan Clements. Like now here's the next thing. Let's say you couldn't afford tickets to PlayStation Experience. I couldn't. You couldn't. No. This this is good for you then. Okay. I'm giving away tickets to PlayStation Experience. The problem is I have to be here writing the news. But you could also write in Vegas. That's true. And you can drink in Vegas. You can't drink you here. You can it's gamble in Vegas. You can also you can also smoke indoors in Vegas, which I'm going to be doing all over the place. Yeah. Also, can I smoke with you? Yeah, because I don't even smoke cigarettes, but when I'm in Vegas, I smoke cigarettes. Also, you can. 10 miles outside of the city, you can fire a chain gun. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally pay to fire a chain gun. Okay. Well, that's all exciting things and reasons <laughs> you should come to Vegas. Uh, if you'd like to come to PlayStation Experience for free. Now, that's just a ticket through the door. I'm not giving you airfare or hotels. No. Come on. Don't be stupid. Uh, you need to email beyond.ign.com with the subject line, free PSX. Two words, free mm-hmm. PSX. Capital F. Lowercase r, lowercase e, lowercase e, space, all capitals, PSX. Sure. What if the e's are threes? That, and then my message filter won't find it, and okay. you won't get free tickets. That's I'm nice. very specific here. Okay. Don't do that. I'm not going to. Okay. Well, you need a ticket, so you're going to follow the directions. I just want a ticket just to say I have a ticket. Put it up on my ticket board. I got a cork board with tickets. I don't have a cork board. Seems wasteful. I've saved every movie ticket since uh, the original X-Files movie. Really That's cool. I've ever went to. That's cool. Yeah. I have a shoebox full of like a thousand oh. of them. You ever gonna put them in an album or in a frame or something? Maybe. I don't know. Frames would be cool. Get sure. them nice, matted. That'd yeah. be cool. I wish I did stuff like I that. I hope your shoebox full of ticket stubs doesn't disappear one day. <laughs> I would be super bummed if someone stole. Yeah, that. wouldn't that be like it's just a random thing that would be a bummer. That's all they yeah. take. Yeah, just your memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to keep tickets and stuff like that. Then you grew up. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I used to. I used to too. I hate garbage. I remember my my girlfriend in high school used to put the. The, her, the tickets to movies we would go to, like Jurassic Park 3 we saw together. And uh, speaking, because the Jurassic whatever the hell came out today. World. And uh, she saw I put them on her mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. There's some memories. How'd that relationship uh, work out? Not, not well. Okay, not well. Uh, not very well. Uh, but uh, I'm excited about PlayStation Experience, but I don't keep the tickets anymore when I go to things because they're usually digital. printouts now. Yeah. And like, so it's not these quaint little stubs anymore. Now I'd, ha- I'd have to like have wallpaper yeah. sure. of all of this crap on my wall. I used so to keep the lanyards from, from yep. the various events I covered. I, had I still have all mine. When we, when we went to move to this office at IGN, I, I would have been working here for three years. And yeah, I took this giant thing and I put them into a box and looked at them. I'm like, no, into the trash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why? why yeah. like, I'm not going to restart this over there. I have all smaller my lanyards. It's awesome. Know. I it's didn't good to have them. I, I keep as far as like, you keep the name badge too, or just the lanyard. All of them, name yeah. badge and the. See, I had uh, everything, and then now lanyards. I only keep three in rotation, and I only wear one to events. The other two are backups if I need them. Mm-hmm. Of course, the one I wear to every event is my Taylor Swift Red Tour sure. one. I didn't go to that tour. Are you can get a new one, a 1989 tour one. Uh yeah, I, if one exists. I'm sure. I'm sure they exists. will. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know. Yeah, when I go to the concert, I'll see if I can get yeah. it and then exchange it out. Uh, that was I traded a fan and IGN one. That was how I got that one. Then I got a DC Universe Online one and then I got a PlayStation one. That's the one with all the different like it has the PSP it only Go does on it. It has the Move on it. It has all the different. Does things. it have? Is, is it the one that says only? It only does everything. I don't. I don't think so because I think this is when they were pushing the Move and not it only does everything. Oh man, that was the worst. Do you have the one where it shows you able to uh, take your game from a PS3 and then it just immediately? That's play gonna it be. The, that's yeah. gonna be really where I get my yeah. money. That's what I think they'll really come. Yeah, it'd be a hard story to tell via lanyard. Marty, yeah, you and I are both excited for pigeons dating on the PlayStation Vita. But that game isn't out for a while. No. If I wanted to know what came to stores mm-hmm. this week, where would I go? The Andrew Goldfarb Graveyard. Close enough. If you listen on the wind, you can hear his chains. <laughs> Reorder the Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Don't pre-order it. Hey, out. guys, do you like pie? <laughs> Man, that guy has so much pie at his office. Yeah. Is he fat yet? Is he working out more? He's looking trim. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know how you move down there and don't gain 100 pounds because I would. Because he sweats it out. Probably does push-ups. He lives in a mall. He lives in a mall? Yeah, he lives in an apartment complex at a mall. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Does he really? Yeah, at an outdoor mall. Oh, that's interesting. Does he go down and get like kettle corn all the time? Probably. He probably goes to cheesecake factory. Wetzel's pretzels? Table for one, I love Wetzel's pretzels. (laughs) 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 All right, these are the games that are out this week. (laughs) Akiba's Trip Undeaded Undress is on PS4, digital and retail. It's already on PS3 and Vita. Uh, Aqua Kitty Milk Mine Defender DX is what available on PS4 right. and PS Vita digital cross buy. Glad it's a crossover with I'll, I'll tell you about it. Yeah, please. Due to a sudden shortage of milk, cats around the world are forced to seek out new sources to get their fix. 
You and your team of milk mining kittens have overcome a fear of water to drill down under the ocean seabed and begin extracting vast reserves of what seems to be naturally forming full fat milk. That's the game. Aqua Kitty. <laughs> is that like whole milk? Is that what full fat milk is? Yes. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Video games are weird. Boxing, PS1 Classic. Take a shot at the championship title as you master your attacks, whether you're a lightweight, middleweight, or a heavyweight contender. Yep. Thanks for that very thoughtful write-up. That is also the description of ice hockey. Yeah. <laughs> I just like how it's championship titles, like, proper noun. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. Geometry Wars 3 Dimensions mm-hmm. is available on PS4 and PS3 digitally. Enjoy the next chapter in the award-winning Geometry Wars franchise and battle through waves of enemies in this frenetic arcade shooter. Over 50 single-player levels include adventure and classic arcade modes, 3D grids, and over 10 battle modes, including pacifism, king, and claustrophobia. Love that pacifism. Um, I like that jam, I'm sure. So yeah, that was one of the first games on 360 that I really, really But That was when I put Xbox Live on the map. The right. arcade, the arcade, sorry. Yeah, yeah he's played in Nate's. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, Scott Lowe made that game. Oh, did he? Yeah, he went to Activision and made that. Oh, that's quick. nice. I'm glad he did that. Yeah. I played it at PAX for a little bit, liked mm-hmm. it. More Geometry Wars. Yeah, Jose's been playing it right next to my desk. Is it pretty? Looks good. Yeah, good. gorgeous. Yeah, I'm excited to play it. We're not going to read that one. Pocket RPG. It's just Jetpack Joyride Deluxe. I don't know okay. what that means. Pocket, it's already, <laughs> the game's already out. I don't know. I think it's just like all the DLC. Pocket RPG. PS Vita Digital. Okay. Each quest in Pocket RPG is a new adventure. The hero starts at level zero with an empty satchel and collects items rapidly, building their strength to dizzying proportions. In Pocket RPG, items matter, and the way you use them is even more important. Pocket RPG provides hours of fantasy hack and slash mayhem. Actually, that I think sounds that sounds good. really cool. That sounds really cool. Like, but it yeah. sounds like Half Minute Hero. Yeah. So, yeah, this sounds really cool, but I don't want to collect things to dizzying proportions. Like, is my inner ear, am I going to have an inner ear thing? Yeah. I don't want to throw up on the train. Yeah, I'm going to be a Lucille I also don't like, I don't like restarting. I, I wish I, my guy went, because that made it sound like Half Moon Hero, where I'm going to start at zero every adventure, oh, every yeah, quest. I don't want that at all. Unless I misheard. I'll check it out. I'll get back to you. Speakeasy is available on PS4 Digital. This actually sounds kind of cool. While it might sound, might, while it might look like a fighter on the outside, Speakeasy is an incredibly simple to learn but difficult to master game that will require you match wits with your opponent, who happens to be standing right next to you. <gasps> Each player will take on the role of a fighting a fighter vying for the Fisticuff League champion crown. Uh, it's a fighting game that takes place, I think, in Prohibition era. Oh, oh nice. Okay, awesome. I don't know why they don't really talk about that. Yeah. Thomas Was Alone is available on PS4 digitally. It's already available on PS3 and Vita, and it is free if you own it on either of those. That's a very good video game. Uh, demos. Guilty Gear Exerd Sign is available. It's in the PS4 fighting game. And yes, it is Exerd. How is that like spelled? XRD. XRD. And Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham has a demo on PS3. Why and are there no demos on PS4? Why are there no demos on Next Gen? Weird. Yeah, I don't like That's it. That's it. We'll get to the bottom of that one day. Yeah. All right. This isn't this week, but I'm excited. Next week, one of the free, uh, or starting December, one of the free PS Plus games is Secret Ponchos. Secret Ponchos. This game I've been digging for a while. We've been we've been on the hunt for Secret Ponchos for a long time. Yeah. Remember when you secret no for secret. much longer. Ah, ah, dear. A lot of good commentaries and stuff on IGN about that game. We're going to see a bunch of cool indie games at, at PlayStation Experience. So You can see them, too, if you come for free, beyond at IGN.com. <laughs> Subject line, free PSX. <laughs> it's going to be cool. Colin, how would you like a topic of the week? Chains. <laughs> Mr. Cruz writes in and says, Beyond. 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 I was wondering how are your feelings towards PS4's first year on the market, good, bad, or mixed? If you'll allow me, here are my top two low and high moments. Mr. Cruz, low moments. One, this is the low moment. The rubber peeling off my DualShock 4 thumbsticks. At this time, I'm writing this. I will be sending out my pair for launch controllers for repair. (laughs) Sony in the third freaking time. Sort it out. Construct sentences, Mr. Cruz. (laughs) You sort it out. The weak fall exclusive lineup compared to Microsoft or Nintendo. His high moments. Infamous second son's launch. Playing PT the night it came out. Thanks, guys, Mr. Cruz. Thanks, Mr. Cruz. Uh, PlayStation 4. It celebrated its uh, one-year anniversary over the weekend. Saturday, I Never heard of it. It's official day. What? What do you think of it, Con? How was the first year of the PlayStation 4? Awesome. Um, yeah. I think that we have... I think context is really important for PS4. Um, the launch lineup, I think, was really good. Uh, especially when you consider PS3's launch lineup, although it had Resistance Fall, man. Uh, and PS2's launch lineup especially, which had a ton of games that no one wanted to play. That was awful. Um, silent Scope. It was like Fantavision and Smugglers Run and Smugglers Run Madden. and Madden. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple sports games. Summoner. Kessen. 
was Kessin, yeah, Kessin was on there, which I think I brought back. Um, I think I brought I like, Silence go back. I think yeah, I brought well. th- I think I bought three games and bought them all back. Wow, because uh, I, I got Summoner, and I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't know about this. Uh, <laughs> so just waited for that bouncer. The bouncer was a, gr- a good game. I, I, I like yeah. Onimusha was really the first game that came to PS2 where I was like, I really, 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 yeah, really, really like this game. Dark Cloud and Twisted Metal. Those Oni was games. the one I was pinning my hopes to. I'm like, this is this is a game for Bungie, me. Bungie, you're going to do it for me. It. And I yeah. got, I was like, Ugh, Yeah, Dark Cloud was really good. Yeah. Metal Gear was obviously early. Metal Gear Solid 2. That was the one. Um, yeah, by then it was just like, all right. That and GTA just, is just yeah. one. Now there's just good games. Yeah. Then, um, so, and, and PS1's launch lineup was abysmal. So, like, if, unless you like Battle Arena Toshin Den. So, it's like, when you look at the launch lineups, the only PlayStation hardware that's ever had a better launch lineup is Vita. And the only uh, hardware that I can think that ever had better launch games for it might have been... I don't know, like when you consider the SNES at Super Mario World, like at, at, at the word go, that that's pretty. pretty I mean, that's awesome. the same thing with N sixty four. Whereas I'm like, Mario sixty four is one of the greatest games of all time, but also the only other two games were Cruising USA and Pilot Wings. Yeah, yeah. there was only two or three games for N sixty four for like a yeah. month and a half. Uh, so with that context, the launch lineup was really good. We got Killzone, which I think is a great game. Uh, we got Knack, which wasn't. Uh, we got Resogun, which is still the best game on the console, and then we had all of these third, third party, party games. Yeah. Assassin's Creed um, Flag was great. Yeah. DC Universe Online. One of the things it, well, it's a good. I know, I know. I'm just I'll being. A... Claw your eyes out. Oh, you gotta write something. I'm gonna write it paper. down. You're gonna get under my skin, Moni. <laughs> when uh, when we, one of the things I wrote about this, and I, I don't know if this op is ever gonna go up because it's it's kind of in limbo right now. I think it's being edited. But one of the things I wrote about was like how PS4 won its first year was by doing everything right before it came out, mm-hmm. and so all of the mistakes mm, the that that PS4 has made, and there's been a lot of mistakes with PS4. I mean that. There are a dearth of exclusives. I don't think anyone can deny that. That this is a barren fall. Drive Club was a disaster. Uh, there are planet. no Little Big Planet's not working for a lot of people. There, there, there's no big AAA game mm-hmm. that everyone you know that you would want for the fall, which was probably supposed to be the order. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of problems, but everything goes back to the cadence they set in February of 2013 and sure. then went through E3 and everything like that hitting all the right notes so that people have a, a satchel full of forgiveness for him Greg yep. as opposed to as opposed to the PS3 the mid PS3 early especially in mid PS3 days when it was like what the hell is going on with this thing why is it so expensive where are the games uh, why do third party games look you know so bad so I think the PS4 has been an, it's an awesome machine I also think the indies have been awesome there's always a game to play on it um, I think we just have to be a little more patient unfortunately for the exclusives and that starts with The Order and that starts with Bloodborne you know, and then we're gonna get smaller ones like The Witness, and everybody's gone to the Rapture, and all those kinds of things. So I feel like on the back half of the summer is when it really came into its own, where I felt like I could finally put away my PS3 and actually play my PS4. You know what I mean? Because that was the thing is like at launch, boom, there was Assassin's Creed, there was this, there was that, infamous. Okay, great. But I really felt like there was I. You get that new system, and you're so excited to use it, and I felt like I would be jumping right into it and twitching everything and doing this, and then. That didn't happen. It was like, yeah. well, I gotta keep playing the PS3 for this DLC or this game or here's Walking Dead or that's the, you know, I mean, there's this, there's South Park, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then finally, when those games started to end, it feels, it felt to me like next gen in quotes started sure. picking up when there was mm. all these indie games to play. There were big games coming. Yeah, I mean that's how. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I love both my PS4 and my Xbox One. My PS4 is my indie and third party console right now, yeah. and my Xbox One is my first party I mean that's why I've been I've been playing Sunset Overdrive and Master Chief Collection and Forza Horizon 2 yeah um, which I think it's great I mean and, and you know Microsoft like you said like Sony sort of won this first year by everything they've done beforehand whereas like Microsoft had to you know sort of I don't know swallow a bit of bit of the crud and then just be like hey this is how we're gonna fix the system they've done a great job of it and yeah. both, both consoles are sound like crazy it's awesome yeah Next year will be better. Yeah, I mean, I think all the, if all things were equal pre-launch and there was no advantage because PS4 had this a significant advantage over Xbox One at launch, um, just based on the situation at hand, uh, Xbox is you know has the better library and uh, in terms of exclusives and uh, a nice ecosystem of of uh, you know third-party games to, to to satisfy people. But that was really the the big thing with Forza and with Sunset and with Halo this fall there's nothing that really matches that on, on mm-hmm. playstation 4 in terms of exclusives drive club could have done that but drive club doesn't work um little big planet 3 i don't count as a triple a exclusive for ps4 because it's also on ps3, PS3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. um just the same reason i don't count the last of us as a ps4 game because it's not i mean yep. it is but it's that's a ps3 game um so in terms of games you can only play on those consoles like you know halo doesn't work uh either apparently but uh that's a the pretty considerable game to, to yeah. get to wet people's appetites for halo 5 which is gonna be a huge game um so I actually think that you know, X, and, and now that the, the Xbox One's price is lower again yeah. to three fifty, um, they're going to start to tighten a lot. I actually think Xbox One will outsell PS4 uh, for the first time 
uh, this year in November. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that uh, Christmas holiday, Black Friday. Yeah, and and they just they just have the price advantage now, and they yeah, have no, the 100%. games. I mean. Um, you know, this was, I mean, like it, coming into it, right? It was Xbox's race to lose, and they lost that initial race in yeah. terms of like messaging what was happening, blah blah. And now it's now it's to the point of like we are. Everybody's always like the PlayStation Four is selling so well; it's kicking the crap out of Xbox. It's like it's ahead of Xbox, but Xbox is still selling incredibly yeah. well. As you know what I mean? Like lowering the price, doing all these different things, and changing your messaging, right? Like they've been awesome at their messaging, being like, all right, now we're about games. Sorry about all that crap. Yeah. Let's go. How uh, how clear of a sort of path do you think Sony will paint uh, at PSX in terms of 2015? Because 2015, we know we have early in the year we have Bloodborne and uh, the Order, and then we know possibly at some point later in the year we have Uncharted. They say, yeah, they say, they say, Uncharted. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still, I find, I'm personally find that tough. To I agree. I agree. Right, I the same thing about Smash Bros. Wii U, and that didn't work out well for me. Got to give those stakes some time. Yeah, so I mean, how do you, do you think it'll be? I mean, will it be an indie heavy conference, or do you think they'll announce some things, date some things, some some? I think they might make some some b- bigger announcements. I hope it's an indie heavy conference because that's the stuff that's really important. I think, like to the the ecosystem itself, you get into the door with Uncharted, but Uncharted's not going to keep you in the door. It's not yeah. going to keep you satisfied because it's impossible for their studios to make enough games to keep you totally satisfied. You need all these smaller games, and these mm-hmm. smaller games are really, really becoming. Very important. You there, know? there is a keynote, right, or whatever. Yeah, there is. So I mean, you figure that you go around the four pillars of next year, right? So you start with Bloodborne, as it's probably the closest, right? Or is it Order? No, the Order is the closest. Order, I can't remember yeah. the flip with the delay. So Order, you start with with the trailer. Then you put stuff in the middle there, whether it be Indies or Vita or whatever. Then you come out with Bloodborne. Then more another Indie, another thing here. Then uh, the other one we just talked about that I've already forgotten. No, Uncharted. I want to end with. I want to end. Or no, you. Know, actually, uh, we haven't talked about anything because there's no third. We don't. There's well, then no that's third the reveal. Game. So the yeah. third, the third is your AAA reveal, and then the fourth is uncharted yeah and a date maybe sure yeah i mean i i you know i'm i mean i'm most excited to see these smaller games like that's the one thing playstation 4 is just murdering xbox in terms of just like there are games every week coming to to ps4 and Vita that are quality indie games that will you know that if you just open your mind will keep you very busy and a ton of them are free if you have yeah playstation plus so it's like they're killing them in that respect and that's i think that's one of the things that's that's their ability to see ahead and to say like our studios aren't making us enough money we had to shut some of these studios down our our second party relationships aren't bearing a lot of fruit for us whether it's with twisted metal or with starhawk or whatever we need to make relationships with these smaller developers that will bring their games to us and there's not gonna be any rules about it you know they can bring them to pc and xbox and nintendo whatever they want to do but we need these games and they saw to their credit sony hasn't seen a lot ahead of time i don't think in terms especially in compared to xbox like you know xbox live is amazingly 13 years old in 2015 you know that's a really remarkable yeah kind of old enough to drink oh yeah yeah definitely old enough to drink in quebec maybe yeah um and uh but th- so, me so, be a moose. so I give them a lot of credit for being able to see ahead ahead in something that was very significant, which was bolstering their library. And they started doing it on PS3 long before Vita even came out. And now they've hit their stride with PS4. It's just that some people just don't have um, the want to see what these games are and to, to, to enjoy them because they're cheaper. They're not in, on a disc or whatever. I think that's slowly changing. And so that's going to be their advantage moving forward. But they need to gear up for their, their, their first parties. Like a lot of them have been very silent. And it's time to end that silence. And it's not only Bend; it's not it's 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 Santa Monica. It's it's Gorilla's other team, which has been rumored to work on a game for years. You know, like yeah. it's time to show something. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, and I think it would be interesting for them that you know the, the things we're forgetting about too, like Quantic Dreams probably working on a PS4 yeah. game. Um, you know, there you know maybe uh, Ninja Theory might be working on a PS4 game, and we saw you know they are. I mean, they're working on that that oh, yeah. Heavenly Sword style Dang. game. Devil something. Yeah, like so. Yeah, it's the opposite of it's the opposite of Heavenly Sword. Devil, so Spe- Devil Spear, something like that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of interesting things out there that can happen um, for PlayStation. But I think it's been a pretty solid year. I think the hardware's it's awesome. It's been a solid year for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure, it's been a solid. The year. hardware's really really good. Yeah. I think yeah. Looking back at it, right, like he, the one thing I guess I'm not upset about, right, is I I find confusing about the first year is that it took so long to catch up to the PS3 in terms of functionality outside of games. The fact that we just got YouTube, the fact there's still no clarity on when we're going to get HBO Go. Mm-hmm. Like it's in the granted that was a whole rigmarole on PS3 yeah. getting it there cuz the Xbox exclusivity. But like those little apps that like I I was when the PlayStation 3 was plugged in watching YouTube videos on my TV all the time. Yeah. 
And then when I finally was like, great, this is turned off, I'd be like, oh, crap, right. And the same yeah. thing with my 360 before Xbox One finally got yeah. HBO Go, right? Like, yeah. we had to keep an, uh, uh, 360 in the bedroom so yeah. that I could watch HBO Go when I wanted to catch up on Game of Thrones or whatever. It's like those little things, even though that's not the point, like, they're a games machine. Great. Yeah. That's what's gotten you to this point. But the, the important thing bit. is having it be the thing that is on 24 hours a day. In your yeah. House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird question. So I've been falling asleep to, to Hulu lately. Sure. Can I set my controller to automatically turn off if I don't touch it after a little while? So I, that's how mm. I had it for PS3. Yeah, the power save settings? Yeah, I don't Because every morning I just wake up and my controller's dead. And I'm like, well, this is dumb. It's a good question. I don't know. I'm sure I'm they're probably, there probably must be a way. Well, you they've been slow to add. That's another thing, like another weird thing. Like they, it was slow to add the ability to dim the light bar. Now yeah. you can, but there's other stuff. I'm not the light sure bar, if there's. Uh, the light bar is so funny, man. Yeah. It's like, I was talking to someone about this. The light bar is like the appendix of the PlayStation 4. Like, <laughs> so, because because it was it was it's not needed. And you can tell that they had an idea for it that they couldn't remove. You know, because it was just too late. Yeah. And that they, if they can go back and do it again, they probably wouldn't put that thing in there at oh, all. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, uh, it's just funny. It's just like this this relic of what PS4 might have been, which was like a more camera-focused yeah. device. That yeah, they, let's, and let's, when they let's, pulled keep, the, let's keep move going. Let's keep this be a part of it. Let's bundle the camera with it. Let's give yeah. you this out-of-box move experience so everybody has move. It's just cool in the archaeology of the PS4 of digging through all the, yeah. the evidence of what, what, what happened when they when they were making this thing. That that one is the biggest sign of a, a different console. Has anything sure. really been released for PSI since PlayStation since Playroom? God, <laughs> I don't think so. Like, they, they, on 2.0, they made new voice commands that you can use there, through the eye, but the eye is used for Twitch. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. that's why no one can... It's funny that they, they, they overestimated at first in the development that people would want the camera because of what Kinect was doing, and they obviously reacted to that by removing it. Uh, but they underestimated the production yeah. of the camera because of Twitch. It's, it's, um, their forecasts were totally wrong you know, about how popular the camera would be. Yeah. But for different reasons. That, I mean, that's, and that's what I love about... I think it was fascinating to watch Playroom, right, of this thing. Like, oh, you move the guys and blah, and everybody immediately just breaks it so they can just... I'm going to talk into the camera and yeah. do it that way and I don't care about this guy floating yeah, exactly. around. And rather than be militant about it and try to figure out a way to shut those Twitch streamers down, yeah. they flipped it and we're like, all right, here's a DLC pack that's just yep. that can just help you do a show yep. and not have a robot floating around your face. Beep, boop. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Boop. That was a well-deserved Beep. F-bomb for the robot. You know, <laughs> and I'll say it again. I hate that f***ing robot. <laughs> this question comes from Morris. Hi, Morris. I assume the cat. Morris Be- Belmont. Zach Morris. Beyond. 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 Greetings, Greg. Colin in the ever-rotating third chair. Hello, Morris. I played and enjoyed The Walking Dead Season 1 on my PlayStation 3, then started The Walking Dead Season 2 on my PlayStation 3, but after completing Episode 1, decided it was simply best to wait until the remaining episodes were out and play them over a weekend. However, now the PlayStation 4 version is out, and I'd rather not dust off the old PS3 to continue my story. My question, are there enough ramifications from Season 1 choices to justify playing on PS3, or should I just play Season 2 on my PS4, forget about my clem from Season 1, I don't mind replaying Season 2, Episode 1 in order to speed up the PlayStation sure. 4. Thanks and beyond. I'll say right now, no spoilers here. We're not going to spoil anything no, that's happening for if you haven't played either one of these. I, as a big Walking Dead fan, say no. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Is yeah, that what I, I completely agree. Yeah. You know, there's, there's ramifications from episode to episode, but I didn't see a ton of callbacks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there might be... There, yeah. Exactly. There's going to be little things and this, that, and the other, but like... It's not like your season one save could have ended so drastically that it would start so drastic, drastically different in yeah. season two. Yeah, I sort of wish Telltale would have done a uh, just a very quick, like, hey, you're starting season two on uh, next gen. Uh, what were your major decisions in season one? That'd I did nice, this, yeah. this, this, and this. Like, I think Dragon Age... Oh, Mass Effect did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mass Effect did it, and then Dragon Age, you can go online. Yeah. you can't bring your saves over, so you go online and you say what you this made what choices, so the before. world builds around yeah. what you did. Which I think that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah I wouldn't say that there's enough... Uh, yeah, yeah. So replay it. Well, season one's really good. So if you want to replay it for a refresher, yeah. Go ahead. I, I mean, I'm gonna go through and have a definitive PlayStation Four save. I'm gonna yep. play them both back to back. Probably stream both of them all day long. And that's just me being weird about how much I love that Walking Dead universe yeah. and that thing. But as somebody who reviewed season one and then just played season two to death for the show, I've seen every outcome. And this is this is one of the one thing that Telltale in particular and with the Walking Dead gets knocks for all the time from mm-hmm. people. Right, your choices don't matter. It comes to the same ending every time. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, and I always say that it's, for me, it's like a coloring book where we each have the same image, so we're told the same story, mm-hmm. but the way we shade in the parts and the colors we choose are what makes the picture ours yeah. and make it different. That's what's interesting. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I love. And so that's what I'm always talking about the fact that, like, you know, you start from one point, you bow out with choices, and you come back to the same point. Well, it's yeah. like that, that's, they're telling you a story and giving you the choices you need, but yeah. it's also in the same thing, like, 
the few times where I've had to like jump in to play a season finale on somebody else's machine or sure. whatever, right? And I have to just simulate all my choices. And like, yeah. well, I didn't do that, but it's not that big of a deal. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah, it's all about the little things. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Colin. Yes. This comes from Stevie T. Hmm. He says, Greg, Colin's beard, and the ever-rotating third chair, beyond. Beyond. Love the beard, Colin's beard. Be real. Love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you. Stevie T. Yeah, you a lot of compliments That's on the beard. Hey, I'm telling you, this is the best you've ever looked. Thank you're you. Letting, you're letting the hair... Yeah, the hair needs a trim... But it does not. I just need, trimmed it too. It That's does the not. It this, does not need to be shaved off all the way. I know, but this is the this is the problem. I yeah. just trimmed my hair like three ago? weeks ago. Yeah. That's that's almost a normal haircut. That's a I know, but that's why hair. I shave my head so I don't have to do it again for like a couple just months. Put the guard on and then just get these little flyaways and you're fine. You got flyaways? Yeah. Look like here. You can just look at it. He's got yeah, little. He's got, he's got little things popping yeah. off. It's growing. It's like a chia pet over there. It's getting crazy. Marty. Yes. For the final question of podcast beyond. This is exciting. You can either choose to talk about. In the, in the, granted, these are just what I've highlighted. Yeah, go for it. Uncharted games. Okay. The first video game you ever played. Ooh. Sony's next handheld console. Ooh. How you find time to play games. A new Fallout game. Ooh. Let's let's go with the first video game we played. This one comes from Alex Samuels, aka Rundown A on the PSN. Over the weekend. I was thinking the first video game I have ever played. Mine was The Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap. I was one. Wow, you're young. Whoa. We're all. <laughs> <We're so laughs> Is that, that you, co- Death? <laughs> I played that in college. <laughs> oh, I man. was wondering what were the first video games and how old you were when you played them. I was oh. so positive that he was just going to end it at The Legend of Zelda. Yeah, or Ocarina of Time at the very worst. But yeah. Minish Cap came out in Jesus. 2004, yeah. 2005? Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Okay. So, what the first. I'm just First now. video game you played and how old you were when you we played We really are old. Yeah, I mean. It was it was an NES. I think my older brother got an NES when I was two, and I remember the games we got were obviously Mario and Duck Hunt and uh, Dragon Warrior because we got a subscription to Nintendo. Yeah, Power. they gave it away for free. And that is one of the. I remember being three maybe and playing Dragon Warrior, and being like, "Well, this doesn't make sense. Like this, I'm not I'm not enjoying this." Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know slime. This, I don't know what this little blue thing is. I don't know what these. I can't read these words. I don't know. Can you read me your three? A little not bit. A, lot. a little, a little bit. Yeah. I think I was proficient at reading at three, but yeah, no. you were out there. Reading I couldn't American read until I was like fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't read until <laughs> Minish Cap. Uh, yeah, I think it was one of those two. Yeah, mine is. Uh, I, I'm sure I have to imagine at some point I'd seen a video game somewhere else, but none of it at all locked in until that one time we were walking through Toys R Us to buy Ghostbuster toys, mm-hmm. and my mom made the mistake of going down the electronics aisle, sure. and I caught the Ghostbusters logo on a Sega Master System cartridge, yeah, yeah. and I was like, what is that? Yeah. She's like, it's a video game. I'm like, I want that for my birthday. It's so funny that, that that Ghostbusters game was the reason you became cursed to be a Sega person. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. If, I, if it would have been the NES version of Ghostbusters, yeah. completely so, different trajectory. It's so trajectory. funny, man. Yeah, so funny that's, that's, that's how it started. happened. Poor you. That's how fanboys start. And Poor that was you. pre-kindergarten. Like, wow. So that was... Did you finish that game? Like is that one of those hard? No, I, I don't oh, really no, 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 I can yeah. never. I mean, I don't. It's not. I don't think it's hard now. For, probably as an adult to get the yeah. timing down and understand it, whatever. But like as a kid, no way. Yeah. I, I got to Zool once. I got the first to, or Gozer. I got to Gozer once. So the first game I finished. Yeah. No, I'm trying to think back. Mine's are probably Mario Three. I think. Really? It's with a warp whistle. It's a little, mm. a little easier. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah, I I could get into the building to go up to the top to fight Gozer and the two. Terror Hounds, but I could never actually get there until it was one of those things where, yeah, I stopped playing it and then came back years later and got to that point and I was yeah. so excited and then died. Have you ever finished it? No, I've never gone back to that's play a, it. Because it's like... Streaming. You gotta stream that. Stream yeah, it's not a bad me. idea. Yeah. Okay. It's like you John Henry versus the train. No. Well, no. I have all the games and crap, but I don't have the master. You can get it off uh, yeah. ROMs and stuff now. That's true. Um... I don't know specifically what first games I played, but I remember my brother got, you know, New York was a test market for NES, so we got our, we didn't get it at that Christmas 85, but we had it, I think, in 86. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like two or three, depending on when that was. Um, but I was, you know, my, everyone knows that listens to me on for a long time. My brother was very instrumental in getting me into video games, and because uh, he's 11 years older than me, and he, he and I used to play games all the time. So my, my earliest, the earliest games I know I could play proficiently myself, and I was probably like three or four. Um, I was good at Ice Climber, mm-hmm. which is why I have a special place for those characters. Uh, I thought you were going to point at your bag. was why I have an no, Ice Climber tattoo. No, I wish I should. Uh, I, I was really, really good at Mario 1. Like I was like absurdly good at that game. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I play it now, and I'm good. I can beat it and stuff. You know, you can beat Mario 1 in like 10 minutes, but it's it's 
I don't know how the hell I was so good at that game yeah. when I was a kid. Um, you know, like timing on, on World 8-1, 8-2 and all those, like where you just run under the Hammer Brothers yep, yep, yep. and stuff like that. Like, I don't know how young Colin figured that out. And yeah. the big the big one to me Colin. that was really, really hard, but I, I did beat when I was really little, was Kid Icarus. And that, that game is that game is tough. Yeah, that game is still super um, tough. And, uh, yeah, I remember just you had passwords, so you get a little further, a little further, a little further. Um, but a lot of those early NES games, we had terrible NES games, too, like Athena, which is considered like one of the worst games on the console, Deadly Towers, which is arguably the worst game on the console. I, all the games with awesome box art. Yeah. We basically were fooled by. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, there's just, you know, there's some Goonies 2 and... Um, which for years I thought there was a Goonies 2 movie that I never saw but it was just that the game was Goonies yeah. 2 Konami did that game continuing the story it was canon yeah it was just weird I remember being like there's a Goonies 2 like I remember like, yeah. at, like 7, 8, 9 years old like playing the game and being yeah. like I guess I'll rent it sometime and then, I don't think yeah. I don't think I honestly don't think until I was like in college that I realized that there wasn't a Goonies <laughs> <laughs> I'm like but there's a game yeah and they're like it's just the game Fester's Quest Fester's was another Fester's one Quest. I remember that uh, Nintendo Power cover yeah, man. There's a lot of them. Castlevania, of course. Mega Man. Yeah. I remember the first time I played Mega Man. This is a, this is a, a big one for me yeah. because Mega Man ended up being like my obsession, as we all knew when I was a kid. I was like five or six. I went to my my. We used to do Italian Sunday dinners at my grandma's house in uh, on Long Island, and next to them was uh you know some you know a nice family and they and they had a couple kids and we became friends with them over the mm-hmm. years and and um actually one of the kids so so this 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 one guy who ended up becoming as an adult he's a lawyer now but. Uh, he was a David Letterman recurring character called The Bar in the 90s. I don't know if you guys remember that at all. It was like a guy that was in law school that David Letterman just ended up befriending and, and they called him The Bar. <laughs> what? And he used to just come on the show like a couple, like, you know, yeah. and that was that guy. So he was downstairs playing and he had like a nice finished basement and he was playing this one game, Mega Man. It was the first one. It was a blue, the blue select screen with six mm-hmm. characters. I was like, what is this? And I was like enthralled with yeah. it. Mega Man and that is was, fascinating to watch. I yeah. remember when I, the first time I ever saw Mega Man was on... You know, I, my mom would wake me up so I, she could drop me off on her way to work. So I'd get up at like 5.30 and at like 6 o'clock in the morning there was like a kid's game show on where they played video games. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the name of it. I can't remember any of the details. Is it Nick really. Arcade? I don't think it was because yeah. I, I remember being like maybe local to Chicago. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm hazy on all that information because I was so young. It was not Svengooly. Yeah. I know Rich Coe's very well. It was not the Coe's zone. It was not Svengooly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember the first time they went to that screen for Mega Man. And I'm like, what is this? And it was like on Nintendo. I was like, well, I'll never know it. Because screw Nintendo, I'm <laughs> Sega for life. Yeah, I, I, I don't, that was just like I remember that. So I used to spend so much time in that in that basement, just playing games, even on SNES late, yeah. like later in our years, and like I just I remember that so well because I was like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. This is awesome, you know. And then I was like, I'm gonna master this series. Yeah. And this I went and I, and I and I dedicated most of my childhood to Mega Man. Good. Most of your adult life too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Colin. Yes. It's time for one of our favorite segments. Okay. Not that new anymore. The worst PlayStation Network name of the week. This one is a submission from Will. He saw it. He sent me the screen cap. It's real. He's seen it. Hello to the Beyond team. Much love to the current occupant of the ever-rotating third oh, chair. It's well. you. I would like to submit my friend's PSN name for the worst ID ever. Check out the attached screenshot. Here's the name. Any dash holes dash a goal. <laughs> Any holes a goal gets around it. I assume by putting a goal together. Also, none of those words are dirty on their own. It's when you combine them, like in Batman, like the deodorant and the lipstick. That's how they get you. Will says, "Keep up the good work." Also, I'm happy to be hit of the week. PSN ID is Will Noel. N O W E L L. Will Noel. Jeez. Any holes a goal. Any holes a goal. Everybody should befriend any holes a goal as well. Any dash holes dash a goal. What was the Batman thing? H O. Remember in the Tim Burton Batman. Joker poisoned a whole bunch of cosmetics, and that's how he turned people into it. But it, was, uh, it wasn't like one yeah. device, one sure, thing. Sure, sure, it, sure. it was a combination. Yeah. Batman figured it out. Don't worry. Yeah, he's smart. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Podcast Beyond Episode 369. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. Remember, IGN puts this thing up every Tuesday as an MP3 on IGN.com and podcast services around the globe. Then every Wednesday, the video goes live on YouTube.com slash IGN, IGN.com, and the completely free IGN PlayStation 4 app. It's a good app. It's a great app. It's a good appetizer. Four? Mm, I don't know. Video what? games? You go in there, Montreal you watch sticks? a little bit? Oh, mozzarella sticks. Are I love mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Yeah. When Irving Street Pizza, because I used to go there when I was drunk yeah. all the time, yeah. stopped serving mozzarella sticks, I almost lost it. I went in there drunk too, and I was like, can I get some wings? Like, we don't do that anymore. I was like, this place is garbage. It's it was always really bad. Uh, yeah, but when you're but drunk, when you're you drunk, don't know. it was Why really good. Not, mozzarella sticks are the easiest thing to make. And yeah, they're I mean, so it's... essential. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like I'd get like a tw- twelve of them and yeah, just disgusting. shove yeah, them yeah, down yeah. my throat. <laughs> Remember, IGN keeps the mics on, so go to IGN.com, read the articles, watch the videos, sign up for IGN Prime, go to the wikis, contribute there, and then when you see your friends, go, IGN! IGN! <laughs> and they'll go, what do you mean? Yeah. Don't do that at funerals, though. That's no place. No, that's not a place for that. But put it in time capsules. Um, then, follow everybody on Twitter, IGN's IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Marty is Mick Biggity, two Gs, two Ts. Yep, that's a PSN crappy name of the week. That your PSN name too? Yeah, it's my everything name. It's my social security number. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, these are numbers. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, each and every podcast beyond ends in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap-Up where we play a song submitted by you, the listeners and or viewers. This one comes from Sam. He says, hi. Hi. Hello. My name is Sam. (laughs) Yawning. I'd love to get a song played on Ryan's Wrap-Up. All the info contained here... Feel free to use whatever song you like, but I think Call to Arms is the best. Uh, he the, here he, he gave me a whole bunch of information, which I enjoy, because nobody ever gives us anything. Artist, Taikonaut, T-A-I-K-O-N-A-U-T. Mm-hmm. Album, Taikonaut. Nice, self-titled, I like that. Genres, <laughs> rock, hard rock, new art, grunge. And Taikonaut. <laughs> Location, <laughs> London, England. Band bio. Tycho not are now that right there we have a problem. Yeah. Tycho not is yeah things are singular. Tycho not are an exciting four piece heavy art rock band from Croydon in South London, formed by driven pro musicians, bored of the shiny production of the pop and rock scene. Tycho not play skilled raw thinking man's rock music. Tychonaut are the definition of DIY outfit. Writing, producing, mastering, and distributing all their own material with emphasis on songwriting and artistic freedom. Hooks, riffs, grooves that move you and the occasional music outburst they typify right. this new <laughs> band of experienced hands. That's an awesome description is, for yeah. a band. Except for the is thing. But I like they have every part. <laughs> they have every part of it down, though. They have the hooks. Yeah. yeah. They have the rhythm. Riff, the riffs. The riffs. And the grooves yeah. that move you. And the grooves. Yeah. yeah. Facebook link is facebook.com slash Some bands only have one or two though yeah. Tycho Not Music Bandcamp is tycho.not1.bandcamp.com It's a good name yeah, It is, Ello? it's a really one Can I follow them on Ello? Sure, probably He actually, I had to, I had to pare it down There are a lot of social links Okay I, I think you should just go to the Facebook Sure Tycho Not Music I'm sure there's links to everything Ladies and gentlemen Here's Tycho Not With Called Arms Beyond Yeah, yeah
What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you. Now in its second season, listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce, battling call-out culture, questioning our ideas about masculinity, and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.